Hi, I'm Hannah. I'm going to take part in a future kids episode. Welcome to the New Zealand All That Tesla podcast. Hello, I'm Martin Kane. On the Saturday that we recorded this interview, a photo was released of over 200 Model 3s lined up at the ports of Auckland, ready for delivery out to their new New Zealand owners. The link for that image is included in this episode's show notes. I'm sure that we all recall the excitement of the delivery day of our own Teslas. This time around, Peter Hogarth is one of those lovely, lucky people about to take delivery. I gave her a call on Zoom to capture that excitement. All right, I'm here with Petra Hogarth, who uh, has been an EV owner for a while. I understand Petra, is that correct? Well, um, I've had a a Nissan Leaf 2011 for about three and a half years, but I've had a, before that, back in 20, no, 2006, I had an EVT168 electric moped and my husband had one too. Um, So that was our first electric vehicle, but um, the first car was in 2018, yeah. So were those mopeds as perky as what the electric vehicles are? Uh, no, not quite. They um, they had four lead-acid batteries in them, so they weighed about 130 kilograms each, the, the moped, and so they were quite heavy. So they did accelerate probably better than your average moped, so rated at 50 kilometres per hour. They were, of course quiet or they sounded like um spaceships taking off um and they were very heavy so if you if you were kind of trying to maneuver it and it you 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 um leaned it too far it would kind of fall on you um (laughs) so that happened once i think but um they were pretty cool it was pretty uncommon to see electric vehicles on the road back in 2006 and a lot of people were surprised to see it and to not hear the sound because it just looked like a kind of like a Vespa style um so it was it was and my one was light blue and my husband's one was maroon so we would get a lot of looks from people as we were driving them have you still got those uh, bikes Petra no we sold them both in 2015 to an electrician um they had issues with wiring and particularly the charging box. Well, the charging box on the, the charging cable, we didn't have a wiring diagram for it. And my uncle was able to fix them a couple of times, but then they faulted again. And it was just, plus we were going to have to get new lead acid batteries and that was going to cost several hundred dollars. And I guess by then we just thought, um, well, because we were both biking to work by then. So we kind of moved from electric mopeds to bicycles. So we, we didn't need them anymore. So we sold them. Okay, so you've owned a Leaf for a while. What's the motivation that's moved you towards purchasing a Tesla? Oh, that's tricky. Um, Well, we're a one-car family, so the Leaf is our only car, and we want to remain a one-car family for, well, just, you know, 
climate reasons and money reasons, the sunk costs of vehicle ownership and all of that. So we wanted to remain a one-car family, but we're getting to the point where our young children are a little bit older and we would like to be able to do longer trips. So, for example, here in Christchurch, if we wanted to go to Hanmer Springs and back in our leaf, we would need to charge four times on the way, so four fast charges, two there and two back. And actually, it would be nice to have one in the middle as well. Um, and going into winter, last time we went with my husband, I said, I don't think we're going to get there in winter, like when the capacity reduces we're just not going to be able to do it. So it's been holding us back a bit in terms of being able to do some longer trips. Like we would like to be able to go to Akaroa or um, to yeah, Henma Springs, like in, in, in without any charges would be great. So we had been thinking for a while about how we were going to have to upgrade the leaf so that we could do that. So our leaf has really good battery health. It's still sitting at about 75% for its age, which is really, really good for a 2011 leaf. Um, it's in the top 95th percentile. So, um, but it just wasn't going to do those long trips. So we talked about things and I was thinking, oh, maybe we'll spend about $30,000. So we were looking at what could you get for that? And it was going to have to be like, well, <laughs> it wasn't going to work for $30,000. We'd have to go a bit higher to look at like a, uh, a 40 kilowatt hour Nissan Leaf or a, um, one of the Hyundai Ionics with the smaller batteries. And, and then the, the MG EV came out and we were like, wow, look at that. Just for less than $50,000, we can get one that does maybe 250 kilometers range, but we don't like SUVs. So um, we were, and we were like, oh, well, that's way too expensive anyway. And then somehow it just happened like a few months back that me and my husband were talking and he's like, well, why don't we just buy a Tesla? And I'm like, well, you know, I would have always wanted to buy a Tesla, but why why is it okay to buy it now? And it do, and we don't have a reason. It's not like it suddenly makes financial sense to buy a Tesla. It doesn't, especially with the low kilometers that we do in a year. We, we do about 12,000 kilometers a year. So I guess it was just something that we'd really wanted for ages. And we just decided that we could afford it and that we were just going to do it, even if it was a bit crazy. So that's kind of the thought process that went into buying a Tesla. It's an exciting story indeed. And are you going to pick it up from Auckland in this latest shipment? No, we thought about doing that, but we've got these two young children, age three and six, and and we both work, we're both self-employed, and so we'd have to, you know, we don't have any holiday leave, so we'd have to take a big financial hit to take some days off um, and and stick the kids with our both sets of grandparents and it just seemed like a lot of hassle and when we found out that the delivery fee for the tesla included delivery anywhere in the country we thought we might as well just have it shipped down to christchurch with you know with how they do the delivery but that means we have to wait for it like we have no delivery date and i've already paid for it i paid for it a couple of days ago so um i'm just waiting it could take maybe two or three more weeks i'm just guessing and have you had a chance to drive one? I understand the service centre in Christchurch has a Model 3 to test drive. I've not driven a Tesla. I have driven in, I've been driven in a Model S and a Model 3 Performance. The one, the Model 3 Performance that I drove in, it was actually in the Santa Parade in Christchurch a couple of years back. So it's not like we really got a chance to uh, go very quickly. Um, but it was fun. Um, so no, I haven't driven a Tesla and we didn't go and and go to the Christchurch service center or anything. We just thought, well, I'm sure we'll like it. So I guess we should just buy it. 
Now, you've chosen blue, I understand. Any particular reason for that? Well, my favourite colour is blue, but um, apart from that, I just really don't like white. (laughs) So um, it just felt like if we were going to spend that much money on a car, and it was the first car we were ever going to get to choose the colour of because all of our other cars have been secondhand. So you just choose whatever is, I don't know, the lowest mileage if you're going for a, an ice car or whatever is available. If, um, or whatever's the highest SOH. That's how we bought the Leaf, just the highest battery. They, they think they were all silver anyway. So we got to choose a silver car out of the silver options. And I don't really like silver cars either. So when we were going to buy the Tesla we just decided to do the paint upgrade to get the blue one because there's a couple of blue ones we've seen around Christchurch and they look awesome so that was the thought process behind that. Good on you and have you had any advice from current owners uh, that has helped you towards the purchase? Um, I'm not so sure it's not about the car itself I would think maybe I've kind of read on the on the different EV forums on Facebook about accessories, so maybe that's helped with accessory purchase. Um, but we didn't really ask anyone their opinion because all we were going to afford was the standard range plus anyway. It wasn't that it wasn't like we were going to pay extra for a long range or a performance Model Three. So um, yeah, not not a huge amount. Excellent, and I take it you would have received a nice refund from Tesla uh, preceding your delivery um, when they dropped the price in New Zealand? Well, we purchased the car on the same day that they dropped the price, and it was in response to them dropping the price. So we don't get a discount because we bought it at the lower price already. Um, we were we were waiting and waiting and waiting, you know, how long can we go with the Leaf? And then we were looking at some other cars that were going to be coming out, like the... Um, the Ionic 5 and the the EV6. And we were looking at those options. We were still thinking about the MG. Um, and the Tesla was like on the top of the list, but I wanted to see what the other cars were like and what their price point would be. But when the price dropped, I think it was on a Friday. Yes, I think it was on a Friday. So when it dropped and it was $5,000, we just went, oh, we just have to buy it now. And so we did. Excellent. And did you choose a random referral code or did you have a friend who's uh, passed you on a referral code for that? I used the referral referral code of the person whose car I rode in for the Santa Parade. (laughs) Very good work. They'll be very pleased to have that extra 1500 kilometres supercharging. I'm sure. Now, you've mentioned Hanma Springs and um, Akaroa. Where else would you really, really like to go in an EV that you're looking forward to that's now going to be achievable to you? Um, I would like to be able to go up to, like, at the top of the South Island, Golden Bay area, Takaka, um, Nelson, maybe not Nelson, Blenheim, but just up the top there. Um, and that would have been pretty hard to do in the leaf. Um so, I mean, it would have been possible maybe in summer um, going up through Kaikoura, but this this would be much easier in the Tesla. I would, I'd also like to be able to go over to the West Coast. There's way more fast chargers going over there now than there were when we bought the Leaf. Um, so that's, that's, that's way more possible. But, I mean, I can go anywhere. We can go anywhere in the South Island with the, the Standard Range Plus. Um, 
my kids really want to go to Ashburton because apparently there's a really great playground there. But, you know, we've got a really great playground in Christchurch with Margaret Mahi, but apparently it's really great in Ashburton. So I guess we'll be going there as well. Be very good for them to be able to compare it as well. All right, so Petra, you've uh, ordered the Tesla. When was your first ever sighting of a Tesla? Oh, okay. So it wasn't in New Zealand. Um, It was actually in America, in San Francisco, when I was over there. Actually, I was attending a driving conference. Um, I did a PhD about driving in older adults. So I was over there for a driving conference. um, And then I was spending some time in San Francisco because my aunt lives in Berkeley. And me and my now husband, Alex, were just walking around San Francisco streets. And he pointed out and he said, look, there's a Tesla Roadster. So, and so we looked at that. I don't have a photo of it. I've gone back through my photos. I've got photos of that trip, but I didn't take a photo of the Tesla Roadster. But so that would have been, yeah, 2011. Um, So that's pretty early, isn't it? I mean, were any, would there have been any cars in New Zealand? Maybe a Model S that was just coming out like a year or so before that. Anyway, that was the first time I remember seeing a Tesla was the Roadster. Yeah. Well, certainly right at the very top, right at the very beginning then. Um, Yeah, um, I guess so. (laughs) Good. Good. And uh, have you any mind to convert uh, uh, existing friends to EVs or to Tesla Tesla specifically? Well, I'm a bit of an evangelist, an evangelist. So um, I I don't think I'm going to be able to convert anyone to Tesla. That's a bit of an extreme conversion there for my friend and family group, but um, one group of our one uh, one of our couple friends is looking at getting an electric car this year. So um, our friend said, "Oh, I, I renewed the warrant. No, I renewed the registration of my car, but only did it for six months." because by then I should be buying an electric car. And I'm like, yes, you should be. So that's happening. And our little leaf, our little our old little leaf is going to my parents. So they're buying that from us. So they said they were going to buy a leaf a couple of years ago. And I kept saying, ah, I'll go to EV City with you. Come on, let's go. But they just never accepted my invitation. But then when I said, ah, we're buying a Tesla and that means we've got a spare leaf. Do you want to buy it? And they said, yes, so they're getting that. Um, I helped, I I encouraged one of my other friends to buy a Leaf. Um, She bought that maybe six months ago. And we were talking about that recently. Um, And and she was talking about me encouraging people to buy electric cars. And I'm like, yeah, well, I've been doing that for years now. And she said, yeah, and I should have listened to you sooner. So there's that as well. But other than that, I don't think anyone's going to be moving to electric soon. I've got some family members who are kind of openly hostile to it. You know, they're like, oh, it's weird. Um, And it's kind of annoying. I can't kind of shift their minds onto it. But other than that, like I, I just want people to buy EVs and I would definitely be able to provide information to any of my friends who asked about all the available EVs and the different price points and their pluses and minuses because I know quite a bit about it. So I am open to keep doing that. 
It's excellent news, Petra. Yes, I, I'm sure there are a few of us who could relate to uh, family disputes start beginning over electric vehicle discussions. And uh, just just because you do, you know, uh, promote so much of it, just I'm aware that PowerTrip, for example, the PowerTrip app allows you to um, refer people to your favourite EV dealer and in exchange, uh, if that person goes on and buys a EV, um, the EV dealer will uh, contribute um uh, trees that count or a hundred dollars worth of free EV charging to you so um, many people who are listening may or may not be aware of that so it's a, another thing about uh, power trip if you're doing anything other than a Tesla referral. That sounds good. Excellent Petra look thank you very very much for taking the time out of your weekend and uh, hopefully this uh, weather bomb which you're going to experience this weekend is not going to be too rough where you are. It hasn't quite started yet, but I'm sort of prepared for it. I live on a hill, so I'll be okay. That's all great. You'll be able to see the flooding below you. Exactly. Good one, Petra. Lovely to talk. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Martin. Thank you, Petra, and all the best to you and your family in the excitement leading up to your delivery day. Having your EVT168 must make you one of the earliest EV owners in the country. I've provided a link to a review of this vehicle in the show notes. The other great thing you'll notice after changing from a 2011 LEAF is being able to take advantage of the three-phase speed of the Meridian Type 2 chargers up at Hamner Springs, as well as the widespread test-to-destination charging network. If you host one of the many Tesla destination chargers, or Maybe you'd like to tell us about what opportunities it has brought to your business. It's another facet of Tesla ownership that makes travel such a joy. Early access to all our recorded episodes is available to those who contribute a gold coin to our podcast each month. There are a few ways to contribute, including directly into a New Zealand bank account. Thank you to Jake Wills, who is our latest supporter. You can find out more at patreon.com slash allthatstesla. Until next week, I trust you enjoyed this episode. Safe driving. Mm-hmm.